Welcome to the Party Wagon Podcast, where we talk about all things TMNT, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Eric, from the YouTube channel Know You Grow Up. And I'm Brendan from the YouTube channel Brendan's Rambles. And we have some news to cover, as always. Uh, there's always turtle stuff going on, and especially this time since it's been, what, four weeks since we talked about any turtles news. Because uh, the last episode chris foss on and you know we have a guest like chris foss on he has so much interesting stuff to show us and talk about it's like we don't want to waste time talking about what's going to be on target shelves soon so uh, we we kind of skipped over the news last time so there's a bit of stuff that's built up but before we get into any of the uh, figure news i guess we just got to talk about the day we're recording this this morning we got the first they're calling it the first proper trailer for Mutant Mayhem, but it's really the second trailer for Mutant Mayhem. It's the first like plot-oriented trailer for Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, so this one definitely made the first one feel like a teaser because the first one really gave me more questions than answers, and I feel like this one did answer a lot of them, and honestly, I liked a lot of the answers that I got. So I was pretty indifferent about the movie. I was excited just because it was Turtles, but this trailer actually has me more excited about it. I thought it was super interesting. The first one, like what to make, if I didn't know like what they were implying, what was, it didn't didn't say anything about the plot or anything. If if anything, it made it seem like it's just going to be another Turtles origin story. This one definitely explains why the movie is called Mutant Mayhem. (laughs) We finally found out why it's called Mutant Mayhem because... Is all about like an underground movement of mutants trying to re- like you know replace humans essentially. It, this one did raise some questions that I th- I have theories to that I think I know the answers to, but I could be wrong. I really believe after seeing this trailer that Superfly is Baxter Stockman and that he's able to transform between human and fly, and he's using the human persona as a way to like manipulate the, the mankind and manipulate society so that he can do more damage with his plan to do the mutant uh, up like, you know, takeover. And it even shows like in a lab, they're making a bunch of mutants and they basically spoil at some point in the trailer. They show like in like gigantic, like Kaiju super fly. So I'm guessing like he kind of just keeps giving himself more mutagen to turn like even more monstrous final form yeah exactly we did (laughs) see that in some of the concept artwork there was like this gigantic like whale kaiju monster walking around with like jellyfish all over it and stuff so that might be a plan they have to have like these like mega mutants essentially like mutants can mutate more into like mega mutants or something yeah so i completely forgot about the whale flying thing actually until you brought that up i completely forgot about that from that one (laughs) teaser image yeah i feel like i i didn't even think about that baxter thing and that kind of does make a lot of sense then because i feel like it's weird that they would have this character exactly like baxter stockman and have it not be baxter stockman but that could kind of be like the angle that they're not they're acting like it's not going to be him so they're changing his name so that way we don't know it right away so that actually is a pretty damn good theory man <laughs> that's what i'm thinking because i know they're, they're different voice actors you know you have ice cube is doing Superfly. And then I believe, uh, what's his name? The the Moff Gideon actor from oh, yeah. uh, Breaking Bad. He's doing he's doing Baxter. So it's like, it seems like with the marketing, they're telling you it's not Baxter. Don't worry. But I th- I'm so used to like movies being all about twists these days. And I'm like, I think the twist is going to be that it is Baxter. But uh, or either that or Baxter made him. I think it's one or the other. It's either that 
he is Baxter and he's going in back and forth between being a mutant and a human and or uh, he made Superfly and that's like his main mutant or something. Now that's an even better idea after you said that, man. Dude, I feel like you need to write a movie, dude. Okay, because that <laughs> makes it really plausible then because then it's, it might be like the twist at the end that like maybe he's like this upstanding mayor type or something like that, you know what I mean? And then you're going to find out that he's corrupted and that would be the perfect way to do it instead of him turning into the fly. We do have this other character that's separate, and that is why he has the second name because it would be stupid for him to have two different voice actors for the same character, you know what I mean? So I I feel like you might be right on with that one. And yeah, I just now you have me even more excited because, like I said, before I saw this trailer, I was just like, oh man, this plot's probably going to be some stupid thing for kids. I'm just going to have to like sit through it and just enjoy the parts I can. But I don't know. I feel like there is actually going to be some substance here. And I just really wasn't expecting that. So it's almost catching me off guard because I just, I, I feel like it is going to be not quite as kiddy as I thought it was going to be. I'm sure it is going to have like some immature humor and stuff like that, which I mean, I like immature humor anyway, but like the thing that really, really, really has me excited. And they tease this even a little bit before is when they go to the like white eye anime ask type, hardcore style like that actually oh, yeah. looks great like they look great in that image yeah the shot of them on the rooftop where they said like this is not a promotional image this is actually a screenshot from the movie and it looks i mean obviously they're not in the art style of the original eastman and laird one that gives you those same vibes as like when you first see them in eastman and laird's first issue when you see the turtles all together yep. like on the rooftops and stuff with like those white eyes is glowing again like the dark you know background it's really cool and it almost kind of makes me wish they had the all white eyes the whole movie but yeah it, it's it's definitely uh i think it is gonna have a story that everyone can enjoy like, yeah i thought it was gonna be a lot kiddier than it actually seems like it's going to like it's definitely a kid's movie uh there's no denying that but i don't think it's gonna be one of those kids movies that like parents suffer through i think it's gonna be one that like everyone can kind of enjoy yeah which again being the age that we are now we are parents age so i mean like i said i i have way higher hopes for this movie than i did now now i'm like legitimately excited for it on like a movie level and also they bumped it up to august 2nd which is kind of interesting too i don't know what yeah. why that would be but that's cool that they did that yeah it's weird they did the same thing uh for the Mario movie, the Mario movie was supposed to come out later in April than it did. They like bumped it up. A lot of movies are like bumping up now. It's weird. Okay. This might be what's confusing me then, because I, a lot of times people will be like, Hey, this is coming out this week. And I was like, I thought it was coming out like a couple weeks from now. So I guess I didn't realize all these movies were getting changed. <laughs> yeah. Usually in the past, if a movie's date changed, it was that it got delayed, but now they're getting bumped up, which I mean, for the Mario movie, that was really smart to bump it up. Cause it was like, it had weeks with no competition. Yeah. So I mean, Mar the Mario movie actually just beat Frozen. It's the highest grossing animated, second oh, highest over, grossing right. animated film of all time. Uh, only Frozen 2 is beating it. That's the only one that's beating it right now. So that's insane. Yeah, so one thing, I, I don't know how I feel about all of them. We've talked about them before here. And I mean, the turtles themselves are going to be the discussion of this episode later. But there's so many redesigns for so many turtles characters in this trailer i don't even know if i caught everyone who was in it but i will say i saw what i believe to be scumbug mondo gecko uh wingnut ray filet genghis frog be i'm bebop and rocksteady obviously like th there was just so many mutants in that trailer 
some of the redesigns are interesting. Some of them are different. Genghis <laughs> <laughs> Frog is like a head. He's just like a tiny little like one foot tall frog head, the like Kirby just right. hands and feet, and it's like that's. I mean, I, I get they want variety. Like, they, they don't want, like, a, you look at the old cast of Turtles characters, and I love them, but, like, everyone's just this ripped dude. And uh, I guess they want, like, variety. You know, they want chubby guys. They want short guys. They want tall ones. They want thin ones. They want all that. So I can get why they're doing that, but I, I, I still just have to say, it's so weird. If you wanted a really short character, why did you get rid of Screwloose from Wingnut? Like, <laughs> he's, he's short already, <laughs> but I, I won't let go of that Screwloose thing, but... The way this is playing up, I feel like the mutations kind of just started. So it might be like some brand new experiments that are going on. Because the other thing that I picked up was that it does sound like they're going to try to turn the whole city into mutants. So this might be like the first batch of them that are kind of coming out right now. Because clearly the turtles didn't know there was other mutants up to this point. So I feel like that is something that I kind of thought was going to happen just based off the trailer. Because people were surprised to see the turtles. So I feel like all the other villains hadn't been seen yet. So I, I definitely see where they're going with that angle. Yeah. Also to support that is like Superfly. He has like one normal sized arm and then he has like one gigantic, like pincher arm. Yeah. So like it, it looks like they're like uneven mutations. I, I wonder though, cause actually I don't know in this movie if they're, if they're going to do the thing that humans can be mutated into animals. It seems like, they might just be doing animals mutated into mutants um, or not. Maybe, the, maybe some of the characters were humans. I mean, again, if my Baxter Stockman theory is correct then like, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like they, they might do it. We're like Bebop and Rocksteady were just a normal warthog and rhinoceros mutated. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Some of the designs I do like uh, Ray Filet looked interesting. I like how he's wearing, a pair of diver goggles like as like an eye patch just over one, one yeah that's kind of cool <laughs> so paul rudd mondo gecko's voice i i heard <laughs> i heard he was doing an australian accent is that what that was i, I, I don't know that. man that caught me off guard so much like i've been trying to guess what his voice was gonna sound like and that is not at all what i saw coming <laughs> he sounds like french or something like I, I can't figure out what that accent is supposed <laughs> to be so i don't know i i think to date i think the by far the best voice for mondo gecko ever was the 2012 cartoon because they got the voice actor who did mike in the Which 1990 went? movie yeah and uh that's just perfect for mondo gecko but uh this is, this is gonna be interesting this one for sure <laughs> but yeah, they, they have some crazy designs. I couldn't get a good look at like Wingnut because they were just in the background. He, she, whatever Wingnut is now. Uh, I couldn't get a look at them because they were in the background. I don't even know if Leatherhead was in the shot. I couldn't tell. Um, but they, they show a zoom in on Scumbug, though. We got a, yeah, a I, moment I don't remember seeing Leatherhead, but yeah, I can't remember seeing Leatherhead in that. I could be wrong, but maybe it's just because I've seen him before, so he didn't jump out to me like all the new people did. Yeah, same. I'm definitely, I'm still very split on a lot of the redesigns. Like, I feel like they just kind of leaned into, like, the mutant part a little heavy. And like like you said, it would make more sense if they were animals turned human as opposed to the other way around. Because that would go back to the frog idea where it was probably a small frog that got mutated and just like its head grew or something like that. But yeah. also from, okay, so in the cartoon... 
okay, I guess they just had to be around the animals. So did like Shredder rub Bebop and Rocksteady with the warthog and rhino to make sure that's what they turn him into? Is that his plan when he did that? Well, he did. If you remember, they have the roadkill Rodney's actually yep. like lasso Go grab the, those. They lasso the animals and pull them into the, the hole. Uh, so yeah, he had to have like told you off Rocksteady, pet these animals, and because <laughs> you have it's the last like living creature you came in contact. Yeah. With. So, which they forgot later in the show because it's like, well, how the hell is Muckman turn into a, a pile of garbage? Garbage isn't alive. So right. <laughs> you're thinking anything would turn into a cockroach or a rat or something. But uh, I'm very interested. I-, I will say I still think a lot of the humor isn't completely my cup of tea i guess i'm just an old boomer at this point but um some of some of the jokes made me laugh what made me laugh was when uh when april's telling him you know like Superfly, like he's anyone who's met him he's killed them and the turtles are all like cool, cool she's like, right? it's not cool and then ralph's like eh, it's a little cool though oh, cool. <laughs> that that got a chuckle out of me but uh, yeah that, that that's just the thing that's like really weird is typically like I don't know. I don't know what it is about having the kid voice actors that just really does change the tone of them. Like, I really do feel like it's kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. feel like it's kids trying to voice act. I feel like it's kids just talking. Well, I have heard that they purposely have the kids all record in the same room together. That makes sense. Like, the, the, they didn't like, because most animated movies, because, you know, Seth Rogen, I've Said I, I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rogen before, but he seems like he's, he's taking this seriously. So Seth Rogen, I saw he was talking about. It. He said like you know in the Don when he did Donkey Kong, he just came into like a booth by himself yep. and just recorded some lines and then left and got a paycheck. He's like he'd rather have them all interacting so it actually sounds like little boys all bickering at each other and teasing each other and stuff and bouncing off of one another. And uh, you can definitely feel that it feels like the animation and stuff is kind of built around the improv of the actors like i don't know if it's all improv i don't know if these little kids are coming up with these genius jokes right here on the spot but like (laughs) you know it's like kind of the improv personality like i think they're putting a lot of their own personal spin on it and uh it's kind of like you know it's not at the level but kind of like what they did with the genie and aladdin where robin williams just recorded like six hours worth of shit and uh (laughs) they just took the best stuff and animated around it and like whatever crazy joke he's saying they just make the genie mutate into whatever he's talking about and stuff so it's not that level of crazy but i think it's kind of like that like let's just let the actors discover who this character is on their own like who these characters are together and create a kinship and we'll animate around what these kids create so that's pretty cool i think actually yeah because like you said i feel like you're actually you didn't say this i don't think here we said it to me earlier when we were going through text i feel like this movie especially after seeing this trailer is really like kind of starting to stand on its own a lot more than other turtle iterations like i feel like the 2006 movie that's when that one came out right yeah 2007 yeah or 2007 movie yeah i feel like that one is very like derivative of the old turtle same with like the 2003 show is like very like they all feel the same to where this one really does have its own vibe, but it, it doesn't seem to be like as off-putting as Rise was for everybody. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like I really was underestimating Seth Rogen up to this point. And 
I'm kind of glad I did because I would rather be shocked in this way than just be like, oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. Then have it suck. So <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't know. He's winning me over. Like I just, he is. Yeah. Cause you, you just never know what anybody, if anybody from Hollywood opens their mouth, you, you always assume it's a lie. You know what I mean? Like you can never <laughs> trust what they're going to say. They're making a movie. Of course it's going to be awesome. Like no one's going to be like, we're making this movie and it's garbage, but yeah, I don't know. I was a little bit worried about him doing it, but I, I feel like he's staying true to his word and he really is like putting a lot more into this and maybe has some of his past projects. You can definitely tell. Cause you know, he started off saying like, Oh, you know, I love turtles. I used to watch it all the time, play with the toys. And I, to me, I've heard directors say that stuff so many times. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like I, I, I don't believe him. Right. But now it's like, no, I think he is actually a turtles fan. Cause I mean like, yeah, anyone can go on Wikipedia and find out who scumbug is and stuff. But like, not only are all those references to the original toy line there and stuff, but like, the fact that he is kind of he's doing what we all wanted to do as kids, where you take all of these little ignored, obscure mutant characters and you build this new crazy epic story around them. And like you create a plot that involves them because, you know, there was only like, what, like five, four or five shredder toys in the vintage line. Like most of the time when you were playing Turtles, Shredder was not the bad guy. So, uh <laughs> I, I can see like how like he, when we were kids, we thought like, oh, there's so many stories you could tell with these characters and we just get the same ones over and over again. So I, I it's definitely I think what I said to you is it's the most unique Turtles movie so far for yes. sure, because it I just the fact that you don't have Shredder is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like Turtles three didn't have Shredder, but it was in like a trilogy where Shredder had already died twice. So it's like okay, I get why he's not in this movie. It still would have saved it. But, you know, it's it's crazy to reboot the Turtles and not start with Shredder. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely like, I don't know if it's going to be a great movie, but it's definitely interesting at the moment. I'm definitely interested to see it. Uh, it's leaning really heavy into like the hip hop motif, I've mm -hmm. noticed. Like, it just seems like they're, they're really going into, like, the, like... Seth Rogen's really into 90s hip-hop, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I was going to say, like, retro hip-hop scene, yeah. it kind of seems. Like, what they're trying to go, like, the whole theme of the movie. Yeah, it looks cool, though. I'm uh, optimistic. I'm hopefully optimistic. I'm hoping this is a, a, a great movie. If it isn't, whatever. There's, like, 5,000 iterations of the Turtles I can still enjoy, so, <laughs> you know. Exactly. And I, I don't know. I think, regardless, I'm going to go there eat some popcorn and have a good time. Like yeah. I, 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 at this point, I don't think it's going to be terrible. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think I'm going to go there and be like, this is just garbage. Like <laughs> I just, I, I don't feel like that anymore. And that alone just makes me feel good because again, I, I wasn't expecting this movie to be like the definitive turtles movie for me. I just didn't want it to suck. And I feel like after seeing this preview, I definitely don't think it's going to suck. Yeah. I don't think it's going to suck either. And rise didn't suck. Rise was good for what it was, but I think Rise did stray a bit too far for its own good. I like that it tried something new because when you're the fourth animated version of a TV show in 25 years, you, you're coming out like a, like a year after the last one ended. It's yeah. like you, you have to have a good reason to exist. And I think Rise did do a good job of making itself so different from past iterations that it did warrant its existence. But unfortunately, in doing that, it kind of lost all old fans of the franchise almost because there was all this mystical stuff and the turtles have superpowers now and like they're not even using the normal weapons they look so different which we'll talk about later there's just like it's, it's a total reimagining there's 
Shredder didn't even appear until the end of the show, and he's like a demon suit of armor. And Crane didn't sh- show up until like years after the series was done in a spinoff movie. And Casey Jones didn't show up until then. And like all these like staple characters, no Bebop and Rocksteady, they had mutants, but there was no recurring mutants. It was all new ones like Hypnopotamus and Repo Mantis and stuff. So I, I think it was just so different. And the fact it was like those short little like 10 minute episodes and most of them were like way more comedic than even the 87 show was even though i think it is a great cartoon i do think it just like it was so original and so off-brand that it kind of didn't lure people in with the same appeal that past iterations did like people who are looking for something like teenage mutant ninja turtles didn't really go to rise like they they were kind of content with what they got for 2012 and moved on kind of so uh i do think rise is good but i think it's good that mutant mayhem is staying it's very different but it's staying closer still it's still you know got all the main characters well not all the main characters but a lot of the main characters expect there's baxter stockman who i know he was like a kid in rise he was in one point but uh, as baxter stockman has all these mutants we remember from when we were kids and stuff and the turtles don't have magical powers i don't think and there's no demons and some underground world of mystical monsters and stuff like there was in rise so i think uh i think it's close enough where people are still interested or turtles fans are still interested and uh it's enough on brand like they're all using the weapons you know they look like the old action figure weapons and uh, which is actually cool i'll get to that in a second but um so i think it's close enough and it's just a bigger production it's a big hollywood movie made by seth rogan so like a lot more people are going to hear about it where i think rise a lot it was almost like the wii u of teenage mutant ninja turtles like i think a lot of people just didn't even know it existed like they had no idea rise yeah i mean it was kind of under my radar honestly like if it wasn't for the toy aisle i wouldn't have really known it was going because i never really watched nickelodeon anymore yeah i mean they didn't even uh they didn't even advertise it that well. Cause I saw like, I, I saw like gummy, like fruit snacks and stuff of it here and there. But like the majority of turtles merchandise in stores at that time was still 2012 stuff or, or 87 stuff. Like there yeah. really wasn't that much rise stuff. All I remember seeing was that first wave of action figures. I do not remember seeing it getting branded anywhere. Yeah. And honestly, I still see 2012 turtles merchandise on store shelves. Yeah where i go it's weird like i think for turtles and uh my little pony they i still see those 2010s versions of them all over stores when i go there and i know both of those have had show reboot shows after that and there's like no merchandise for those reboot shows it's just the ones from like a decade ago so uh yeah i think i think like rise unfortunately like it really was like the wii u like 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 2012 was the Wii and then it was followed by the Wii U and uh, it, it just like people didn't know it was even like a thing that existed. Yeah, like you you hit it pretty well. Like I don't feel like they did enough to pay homage to the old older series. And again, you don't have to be carbon copies, but I feel like that's why because they are very comparable. I feel like this movie and Rise are very good things to compare because they're both kind of origin like pre-turtle stories basically like typically we come in the earliest is their first time and again there it is their first mission out but like in the comics they were like seasoned before they went out for their first fight in the first movie they were pretty seasoned before same with the first animated series and i feel like seth's doing a really good job 
of putting those Easter eggs out there too. Cause I haven't watched a lot of things, but they are doing a lot, a lot, a lot of Easter eggs in this movie where it'd be like, I'm pretty sure one of the buildings is called like Laird's or something like yeah. that. And I'm, I can't remember. Somebody showed some graffiti today. I can't remember what it said. I can't remember if it was Eastman or what it was, but they're doing a lot of stuff like that. And I feel like Rise didn't really try to do anything to even just people watching that like the old series, just anything to be like, hey, like that reminds me of the old show. I feel like it just was too alienating, too different. And even if it was good, it just wasn't going to be accepted by the general Turtles community. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the only Easter eggs I can remember, I'm sure there was a little more, but the only ones I can remember is there was one called like, the Turtle Games or something where like, they play these like competition, like Olympics games in the sewer one day when they're bored together. And then like a pile of like sports equipment, you have like Casey Jones's hockey mask was there. And uh, then there's a part later on, like near the end of the show where... They're talking about, well, we're going to make all these evil mutants. And there's a shot that shows like Bebop, Rocksteady. And that's the one that has like half court in it and all this stuff. And uh, so like there's those two shots is all I really remember (laughs) as like shout outs to older turtle stuff. It's so weird that of all things, half court made it into Rise. But uh, I'm still mad he never was in because that design was so cool. He looked like Patrick Ewing from the Knicks, but he was like a giraffe. (laughs) It was such a cool. I was like, man, if that toy comes out, I'm buying that toy. But. Never did. Yeah, so I, I think one of the things, though, about uh, Mutant Mayhem, I, I said I'd get back to in a bit. Well, the toys are going to be showing up soon. There's been a ton shown off. And before we talk about the action figures real quick, there's like these role play toys that are like their weapons that I guess are going to go along with like Halloween costumes. They look incredible, though. They look like someone took the old like 88 toy weapons they're like that same like brownish yep. orangish color with like you know obviously fully painted though and uh they're just like upped a little bit to like be like a little like plus a little bit to have a bit more of that stylization that edgy style that the movie has uh, i think like mikey's is probably the most different there's like graffiti all over his nunchucks but they look really cool i'm probably just gonna buy those and like hang just them the up weapons. on my wall <laughs> <laughs> they look awesome uh like even if the movie's not good it's like whatever I'll, this could be any version of the turtles so right uh but yeah there's a whole bunch of toys coming and we can't even remember because there's been so much shown off what we've talked about what we haven't but there's been those those ones where it's like they're taking one playmates uh like subline figure for each turtle and remaking it and uh we have beach and mike which is so crazy because we just talked about beach and mike like right in the, the the 10th episode like a few days before it came out um and then we have uh, Don as Spock, which is surprising. I don't know if, if Star Trek is owned by Paramount or Viacom or whatever, but uh, that, that was surprising that they had a licensed one in there. Um, they had Wrath the Space Cadet, and then they had Leo as Crazy Cowboy Don, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> I, I, I guess, like, in this day and age, they don't want to do Chief Leo, but, like, there's so many alt. You could have done, like, Lieutenant Leo or Make My Day Leo or... Like, I don't know, they could have done so many lifeguard Leo. They could have done a bunch of them, like uh, Sewer Samurai. I, I don't know why they went with, like, let's take Don's cowboy one and turn Leo into that. But that's what they're doing, so. Yeah, I thought that was, the Raph and Mikey seemed like smart choices. The Mikey, I was kind of surprised by. Like, yeah. like, I really do feel like that one was out of left field, and it is a great choice. But, so, the Donatello Spock, 
I know Playmates just put out retro Star Trek figures, so yeah, I doubt they own the license, but I'm assuming they have the toy rights, which probably gave them the right to do that mashup, would be my guess. But again, I don't know anything about any of that stuff, so that's just my <laughs> guess. But yeah, the Leo is just weird. Like, why do it another turtle? Like you said, there's so many great Leo options to go with, and to just do one that's not Leo is very, very weird. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if... Maybe they just misremembered. Maybe the people who like you know commissioned these, whether it be Seth Rogen and his team or whoever is doing this, maybe they don't remember correctly. Maybe they thought the cowboy was Leo or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know why they did that, but it's cool. But I will say I don't know anything about like licensing like toys and stuff like you know we learned from Chris Foss. <laughs> but uh, I will say though that does make sense to me because Playmates did make like the entire next gen toy line in the 90s and stuff. So uh, Playmates does have a long history of doing Star Trek toys. So it might be something like that. So Yeah. And we've gotten a lot of looks that there's a lot of other random crap. Like there's been a lot of stuffed animals and stuff that have been stuffed animals, plushies, whatever you want to call them that have been put out already. We haven't seen any action figures hit, but on top of the single carded figures, it also looks like they're going to do two packs. So kind of like battle packs by the looks of it with a good guy yeah. and a bad guy character. So I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to see, the shelf presence that they get because it's been so long. I mean, rise was, they've been off shelves for years and the retro turtles have came back and they've kind of had some shelf space, but it'll just be really cool to go to the toy aisle. And again, I'm not sure if I'm even going to get any of these figures, but just to see turtles back in the aisle yeah. in full force like this from vehicles to play sets to carded figures to boxed figures. Like, I don't know. It's just going to be neat to see that again. They also have a whole bunch of like, candy and food products and stuff on the way i don't know if you've seen those like little gummy pizzas and stuff and oh no uh, oh yeah they have a whole bunch of that stuff that's supposed to be shipping out soon which is like i, I can't wait to someday we have to do an episode where we just talk about all the crazy merchandise <laughs> that existed for turtles back in the day but like that's just that shit's just fun like i'm not gonna buy it probably but it's just fun to see all that crazy stuff when you go in the store and be like hey i remember when that used to be everywhere and i i remember when i would be begging my parents to buy me that so, uh, <laughs> it's it's cool they're doing that they're doing all the gummy stuff and all the you know candy and stuff but yeah it, it's, it looks like they're really gonna do a big push a bunch of halloween costumes have been shut off for like adults and kids and uh they're, they're just it seems like they're really gonna market the hell out of this movie and try to make it like the new version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which is good because pretty much ever since we started this podcast, we've had this reoccurring theme of what is Playmates doing right now? And I feel <laughs> yeah. like we're finally starting to figure out what they've been doing, which is nice. And even if it's not exactly what I want, at least they haven't just been all sitting around with their thumbs up their butts like I thought they were this whole time. So they do yeah. still care about turtles a lot by the looks of it. I mean, they they have to. That's their bread and butter. That's like yeah. their foundation is turtles. So it's like, if they didn't care about turtles, it's like, well, what the hell are you expecting to exist on? But yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm glad to see it, though. I am glad to see that they're, they're going all in. Because what we learned from Chris Fawcett is like, Viacom doesn't have to let Playmates make all the merchandise they can go to anyone they want apparently so it, it's just out of like you know companionship at this point it's like well you know you've helped us so much in the past we've helped each other so much in the past that let's just keep this symbiotic relationship going and uh 
that's pretty cool actually i have to say that is that is cool on on viacom to, to keep that going because you know mirage and playmates had that relationship yeah. but once viacom got gone they could have just sent playmates to hell and then like screw you guys jack's pacific is doing all our stuff now or right. something so that, that was cool that they they that you know they're they're so there's like an honor code there between them and playmates yeah because really i mean it's hard to say if one would have ever existed without the other because like chris said like if another company got the license it could have sucked you know what i mean yeah. like if, if it wasn't playmates it could have sucked and if the toys didn't do well even if the show was awesome like it still it, it was the powerhouse of the two that made the turtles what it was so i feel like it really would have been hard for either to succeed without the other doing as well as they did yeah for sure i hope it happens again even if this turtles movie isn't my cup of tea even if i don't like mutant mayhem even if i freaking hate it i just want kids to love turtles again so if this can get a whole new generation of kids into turtles and it can push the franchise more and get more people into it and just make it blow up even more than it already has in the past several years that's awesome i'm just happy that you know my favorite franchise just continues to have legs so yeah and again it's not impossible for that to happen because Brands like Star Wars have gone dark for a little bit, and then they've came roaring back. Transformers has gone dark for a little bit, and it's came roaring back. So it's definitely not impossible. But I just, I, it, I don't know. It's just hard for a brand that was built around a certain time period to really just keep surviving decade after decade. When, like, the thing about the turtles is like that's what you love about them is they remind you of that early '90s vibe. Like that's just what. Like the skateboarding, the video games, the comics, like everything just was very 90s. And when you take that yeah. out of the 90s, it just gets harder and harder for it to survive over time. Yeah, for sure. That's why even when I did my video, that was like, I've, I've plugged this video probably 50 fucking times now on this podcast. But <laughs> when I came up with my own like premise of what my dream TMNT video would be, a movie would be, I said like, honestly, I'd make it a period piece, late 80s, early 90s. Because yeah. I just feel like the turtles exist in that bubble of time. But they do do a good job of adapting, and that is surprising because a lot of franchises can't. Like, uh, that's been one of the big problems for like the Sonic, the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise for a while. It's like he was built in the '90s to be '90s cool. Yeah. Like, you take '90s cool now and you put it in the, even just the 2000s, and it's considered dorky. Yep. And it's like, well, this character who used to be cool is now kind of a dork. So it's like they've kind of struggled with their identity because, you know, while Mario was just made to be fun, Sonic was made to be fun and badass, like for yeah. the time. And I love Sonic, but it's like, I, I know it's it, probably the rockiest fandom in existence. Like people like this game and freaking hate those ones. And they, they you know, it's the most <laughs> divided fan base. And it's, it, there's no doubt that say, regardless of how much you like it, like, it's had a lot of trouble staying uh, relevant through all the decades that it's been around. Whereas Turtles somehow it, it was built on that same attitude and that same era kind of, but somehow Turtles adapts, I guess kind of like uh, actual Turtles who have been around since before the dinosaurs. <laughs> turtles can adapt. Hedgehogs have a little trouble, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, and I feel like, like Seth Rogen going back to the teenage aspect helps with that because even though times change, teenagers are always teenagers and that's essentially what they are. But again, to me, 
I've never really felt like the turtles were teenagers. I always felt yeah. like they were more like young adults. Like I never really saw them as 16. Like Leonardo, there's no 16 year old kid as square as he is. You know what I mean? Like they definitely seemed a little bit older. So it will be kind of cool to see them actually as teenagers that really do feel like teenagers. Like I said, I just feel like, I don't know. Again, the more I hear these kids talk, the more it kind of grows on me as well. Yeah, me too. I think it's uh because you know when when they first said we're going to focus on it being them being teenagers, I was like, well, they were always teenagers. You know, you had the 1990 movie, Raph was angsty and everything, and Mike was like hiding his emotions and stuff. And yeah, there are a lot of teenage things, but it wasn't really until he put out that first teaser, he's like, that I was like, oh, like actually teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> like I see, I get what he's saying now. So yeah, I'm excited, but. Uh, I guess the segue into from the toys we were kind of just talking about, uh, talk about some other turtles toys that have come out or been announced recently. Yeah. So the thing that I'm probably the most excited about was what has only been teased up to this point, but the third movie figures, they showed the silhouette for them. And I'm very, very, very excited for them for this release. Again, I have that anxiety because it's going to be a Comic-Con exclusive. It's going to be this tight pre-order probably. But I do have full faith that they're going to put these figures out in two packs because they'd be insane not to. They've done it with every set. Every set started as like the collector's edition four pack. And they've all been broken up into two packs at this point. So my best piece of advice for everybody now, don't freak out when this Comic-Con set goes out because... NECA is not stupid. They're going to put these figures out in two packs and they're going to be just as easy to get as all the other movie figures are right now, which is very easy for almost everything right now. Outside the actual 1990 Turtles, I think you can get on walmart.com and buy any movie turtle pretty much right now. Other than Token and Razar, but... Oh, Token and Razar are probably the hardest to get right now. But um, even the 1990 Turtles, I still see them every now and then in like a Walmart or Best Buy around me or something. I'll see them once in a while too. My one... Our B Walmart here that I never go to, they've had a Raph and Mikey pack that's literally collecting dust on it now at this point. Yeah, that's the way it is by me. Actually, there's a Leo and Donnie two pack and a Best Buy by me that's been collecting dust, yeah. actually. Um, but uh, or not Best Buy, Walmart, I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, I think if they didn't do that, that would be kind of scummy because I, I, to be honest, I never needed the Secret of the Use figures, they're cool, but I didn't bother with them because. They look different, as we'll discuss later in the video. Um, but, <laughs> but they're not different enough. Whereas, like, Turtles 3, when they're in the armor and everything, that is, like, a totally different yeah. look. And that's so iconic. And like I said, my relationship with that movie is very rocky, like most people's. But it's a, it's still a huge memory of my childhood. And, like, I see them in those costumes. And I'm like, oh, cool. It's the, the movie 3 Turtles. So... I mean, I wanted the freaking coming out of their shells toward turtles, but I didn't get those because those were like con exclusives. And even when they were in Target, they were there for like a weekend and then they were gone. So. That was back when they were doing two sets per store, and that's all yeah. there were. That was when I was literally taking multiple trips to Target a day because I was like, I need these things. You know what pissed me off? There was a few times, it happened on multiple occasions. I went to a Target and they I see the box with like the Mikey holding them, like, oh shit, I got it. And I'm like, Oh, this isn't the figure one. This is like yep. the t-shirt and the guitar. Those band. sat around forever, <laughs> and that was so stupid because they put out way more of those than the actual sets, too. Why? Like, everyone wants know, the man. figures. I don't know why they would do that. It was still really early because that was, like, 
that was the first year of COVID. I'm pretty sure when that set got so. put out. So that's really when the heat got cranked up for all these figures. I feel like if I had gotten them back then, I wouldn't even have room for them. My shelves are like so full now. It's like right. <laughs> back then I had like like five tur- like modern turtle toys. So. But... One thing I do want to say about this third movie set though is thing that's kind of driving me a little nuts is all of a sudden all these people are talking about how much they love the third turtles movie and that has not been the rhetoric at all before this set no. was announced so i don't know who's jumping on this bandwagon here but i am old school not hating this movie you are the og i mean i i i'm right there with everybody back in 2010 in that i didn't like this movie as a kid <laughs> and uh there's some nostalgia but i don't think it's a great movie um, but yeah, I, I see this happen so much now, uh, this narrative of like, everyone hates on something to an unrealistic level. Like people just make videos about how it is like the evil incarnate It is the devil, the devil himself shat this thing into theaters. And then like 10 years go by and suddenly everybody freaking loves it. And everyone right. that, no, not in the case of Turtles 3, I didn't stick up for Turtles 3. I laughed at it like everybody else. <laughs> But this has happened. I can't think of any examples right now, but it's happened with video games and movies where I'm fighting people for 10 years telling them why I think this is actually a masterpiece and they're way too hard on it and they're being biased and everything. And they just don't want to hear it. And they just tell me I'm an, I'm an asshole or the other way around. It's something that everyone's obsessing over. And I'm like, this thing sucks. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> and then a decade goes by. I don't care about it anymore. And then suddenly everyone I had to fight starts lecturing me about the opinion I tried to tell them 10 years ago. And it's like, what can you people just stick to your guns and not just keep jumping on whatever, like whatever. I don't know what big YouTubers say this. I don't know if it's like, who are the big YouTubers these days? I'm, I'm an old guy. What are like Ninja and is PewDiePie still a thing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't uh, know. PewDiePie might be retired. I don't even know. Honestly, <laughs> whoever the big YouTubers are these days, uh, like, Whatever they say, suddenly everyone starts copying. Whatever Twitch streamers or whatever uh, pro Minecraft streamers or whatever pro pro Fortnite players. I, I don't know who the who do they look up to these days. I don't know, but <laughs> influencers. Logan Paul. <laughs> whatever they like, one of them says something. One of them makes some five-hour video essay about why this thing is underrated, and then the whole internet loves it all of a sudden after hating right. it for twenty years. And I mean, I I can't bash them for making five hour video essays. I've made like two hour videos on like video games before and stuff. So, but yeah, just that, that like mob mentality of like, we, we hated this thing for 20 years and now suddenly we all love it just because, you know, someone pumped a little bit of life back into it. <laughs> right. But I mean, I guess that's why I will never call myself an influencer, but people are called influencers because they literally do like, yeah. it, 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 it's easier than you think think too for people to just like i don't know i feel like if you're online and you have followers people just think you're smart even if you're a dumbass like it's just how it is it's just i don't know it's just the nature of people yeah i guess like well this guy's saying things on my screen so he must be he must have more authority than i do right (laughs) trust me before i started doing stuff I thought that a little bit myself, but once I started doing it, I'm like, I'm just a moron. Like everybody else is probably just as stupid as I am. I will say, I don't think anyone's ever treated me like I was a sage or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't exactly have the biggest YouTube channel in the world. I've been, I've been fighting for like, what, like to, to reach seven, seven thirty subscribers or something for like three months now. So 
Uh, it comes and goes, man. Like you'll get a ton, and then you'll just have these dead periods. It's every time I put up a video, I get two subscribers and I lose five. It's like, dude, that's, that's how it was. I had a lot of streaks like that where, like, literally sometimes I didn't even want to post a video because I'm like, I'm gonna have like three people leave right away as soon as I post this, and it does always happen to me. Now I feel I like think- once you kind of hit a certain threshold, that's just what happens. Like, yeah. I think some people don't like the podcast. I, th- I swear, every time I put up a new episode of the podcast, I lose oh, like always, six viewers. <laughs> always. It's a guaranteed. Yep. And that's like half of every video I do now because I've barely been making stuff. So that's, that's way more than half of what I do. <laughs> As of the past 10 videos I made, maybe two of them weren't podcasts. But. Yeah. Um, but uh, getting back to the action figures. Uh, yeah. More NECA stuff got shown off. So Mirage Turtles, I think Anthony Customs got an early review pack. So I'm assuming those are probably going to hit pretty soon. And it's looking like it is going to be the four pack. And it's nice that these aren't going to be a Comic-Con exclusive because I've kind of had, I don't know, like they're going about the comic line in a very weird way. Like it seems like they're just putting out whatever instead of going in some sort of like intelligent order. And I don't really get what the reasoning is for that. Like I feel like every Turtles line should always be led with Turtles. Like it's just very weird when they don't do that. And also they've showed that blue, what is it? The elite guard shredder. Or the yeah. elite or Shredder's elite guard, and he's not even the same shade of blue as the other Mirage Shredder that got put out with the loot crates and the da- battle damage one that's coming out. So I don't know, man. They're making some weird decisions with the comic book line. Yeah, the the foot enforcer, uh, the the big blue that's boy. Is, yeah. yeah, big blue boy. Uh, he's. I don't think he looks quite as bad as other people are saying he does, but. He doesn't look impressive either. He looks kind of like he doesn't match the shredder. So, some of the color, so like I know they're doing the ink shading style, which is is cool, but a little of it looks a little uninspired because he's just all that flat blue with like some black accents. And like I was saying before the the, the show, before we started recording, it's like whatever like the, the crotch guard is, like his little like skirt piece hanging down in the front. It, it looks like a game of Tetris. Like you just have a bunch of blue blocks on the bottom and then like some black blocks on top. And it's like, what kind of shading is that? I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't emulate the the look of comic book shading to me. It just looks like a game of Tetris. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit weird looking. And it always seems like, I don't know. It seems like they just basically shifted their like afterthought line from the video game line to the Mirage line. Yeah, like they're doing some sure. cool stuff. Like the Triceraton looks amazing i still haven't gotten that guy yet but that figure looks amazing so there are some damn cool figures but i don't know it just seems like after the movie line and the tune line like whatever else they're working on really just is on the back burner and like i I don't know it just seems like it doesn't even almost seem like there's a brand manager for that one you know what i mean it just seems like they're like oh whatever sculpt's done we're just gonna put that figure out next so yeah it definitely feels like that the mirage line is just weird because like they'll They'll put out a figure. They'll, they'll put out like figures completely randomly for Mirage. And then like when they do, they'll put out like an alt like a week later. That's like a different color and stuff. Like there was like a Renette alt like immediately, like the red one and the blue one. And like like they, they just do that kind of stuff like immediately with Mirage. It just it really just seems like they just put out whatever the hell they have ready. Doing the uh you know, return to New York style turtles. I think that's like I can understand why that came a bit later because we already got the original mirage turtles as the start of the line like freaking ages ago but i know what you mean sometimes it is weird like archie they started without the turtles uh which honestly i was actually a little happy for because like 
we have so many turtle figures of like turtle figures of the, the four turtles. I have so many, there's so many NECA figures of the four turtles and the Archie ones. They're definitely like more cartoony than the, the 87 tune turtles, but they're still like in that realm. They're still very similar to the 87 tune turtles. The Archie ones, when we get them without a doubt, the only thing that will be different from the tune turtles is the coloring and the faces. Like, I don't think the whole sculpt will be the same, like body wise. They just, like the, the, to me, the, the Archie turtles, which we're going to talk about all this again later, the Archie turtles, <laughs> They look like if the like the animators from Animaniacs drew the '87 Turtles. Like they just have bigger eyes and like bigger smiles and stuff. Like they're just like more cartoony versions of the turtles. Yeah, I definitely feel like you're dead on with that. So I feel like that is more so the draw of the Marauder. No, sorry, more so a draw of the Archie line is. People seem to be very passionate about the Archie comics, and they're finally getting characters that have never been done, like Jaguar and Dreadmon. They've never had characters, and I feel like exactly what you said. If they were to put out the Turtles, I bet they are going to be the same exact molds with just cartoonier-looking faces. And that, Honestly, I feel like the SH Figuarts Turtles almost kind of look a little <laughs> bit Archie-ish. They kind of had that more cartoony head sculpt now that I think about that. So with them, it might not be the same hit because... Honestly, the more I think about it, the Archie Turtles pretty much do fit in well with the cartoon turtles. Like, I feel like you could yeah. take Jaguar and Dreadmon and stick them right in there, and they look exactly like the figures. And I've never really thought about that until now. It's where the Mirage line is a little bit more carved out to where it looks like, okay, these look a lot different than the cartoon figures do. Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, Archie, any branch of Archie, whether it's Archie or Sabrina or Josie and the Pussycats or Turtles or Sonic the Hedgehog, anything they do, it doesn't have that traditional black shading, you know, Jack Kirby, Jim Lee kind of look to it. It doesn't have that like shadowy muscular guys in tights kind of look that like the Mirage comics and image comics and stuff still had. Whereas like Archie has always just had a very like cartoony art style which I, I think is why even back in like the, the 60s and 70s they could adapt all these characters like arch the archie gang and like josie and the pussycats into hanna-barbera cartoons and they looked exactly like the freaking yeah. comics so usually like you know the 90s x-men is probably like as close as you can get to like actual comic art coming to life on the screen mm -hmm. but even then it's very different it's much more colorful there's way less black shading and everything and stuff so uh, I, I just think that like uh, the, yeah, the Archie comics look more like the art you would see in like a 90 Saturday morning cartoon, like Ninja Turtles or something or Animaniacs or something rather than, you know, like gritty comic book. So I think they do fit in with the tune line really well. There's a bit more like heavy black line work on the Archie mm -hmm. ones, but I have my Dreadmon slash and uh, Man Ray. I don't have Jaguar yet. I'm still looking for him. Uh, I have them like on their own shelf, but if I threw them with the tune ones, you wouldn't even know they don't belong there because right. they look like they just fit right in. So, but uh, yeah, if I put if I put Zog right there, though, like I don't have him, but if yeah, I put he's him gonna there, stand out hard. Yeah, he's gonna stand out a little bit. <laughs> um, and then the last figure we really have to talk about is the Comic Con exclusive Kino that's coming in like a big box set. So it looks like it's gonna come with like a pizza box and a whole bunch of like trinkets from the pizza place that he worked at. Yeah, that's the one that comes with the scooter too, I believe. Is uh 
the exclusive. I don't think that the retail one's going to come with the scooter, which is a freaking shame because I really want that exclusive one, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to try to get it, but I really want it. It's really cool. Um, I like the box he comes in. I love the motorcycle scooter, whatever the hell it is. I don't remember. I love the, uh, the pizza get up. Cause he has two different get ups for the toys. I believe they're going to do. So I'm actually really not looking forward to the retail one. I was looking forward to the one that's the exclusive because that's that's how he looks at the very beginning of the movie when we first meet him and everything. So I, I really hope that one does come to retail at some point. But I don't. Think so I'm assuming it will, and I bet you're right. I bet it'll be the same situation that they did with April, where the exclusive has the raincoat. And then the other one is the same exact thing, just minus the raincoat. And I bet that's what it'll be, the same exact figure, probably minus a couple of different accessories and then the scooter. Because is the second version you're referring to the foot soldier one? I believe that's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine they'd only come with that one at retail. I feel like they're going to definitely do the regular like pizza delivery boy version in a single pack without the scooter would be my guess. Yeah, without the red and white jacket and stuff, like he's Captain N or something. Without that, I I just it's not Kino to me. Like I don't know, like it, yeah, it's Kino, but like you can put anyone in like a foot soldier outfit. Like I want Kino. I want like like you know when I first watched Turtles two, he instantly is like okay, this is the guy we're we're following. This is right. this is the main character kind of until the turtles show up. So it's like that's what I want. I don't the same way like you know if I were to get you know movie one, uh, Raphael. I don't want to get him laying passed out in the bathtub. I want to get like, you know, the one we know, the badass one that we all know. So it's like, you can do variations of all the characters, but uh, I, I like, I want the most iconic one, I guess. Yeah. I definitely think you're dead on with that one because that's exactly the keynote that I would want. Honestly, I'll probably get the foot soldier one, but like you said, I, I really don't need that one at this yeah. point. If I have the other one, I'd much rather have the other one. I really want that scooter too, though. It looks awesome because it's like it has like such a, like an eighties aesthetic, like eighties like yeah. you know motorcycle look, and it's like you don't wouldn't like I would use it for Kino, but you don't even have to. You could do so much. Like if you were a photographer, you could do so much with that little thing. So oh yeah, uh, that like that thing's really cool because it is. It's not generic. It's very iconic, especially since it's so you know, it's so strongly represents that time period the way it looks. Um, but it is kind of generic in that it's not like, you know, the turtle van or something. It's just a, a bike. So, like, anyone could really ride it as long as you're going for that, like, late 80s, early 90s aesthetic with your toys. So, yeah. yeah. Only other thing I can say with NECA is I've heard that uh, Phantom of the Opera, Casey from the Universal Monsters line, is hitting shelves some places. I haven't seen him yet, but apparently he's hitting shelves. And I'll get him because Universal Monsters, but I'm not, like, overly hyped for that one. Yeah, and I'm still probably going to pass. I still haven't even gotten the other two turtles yet. I haven't seen the Leo seems to be the one that was at retail far and away the least. I see the Mikey and the Raph all the time, but I never really see Hunchback Leo anywhere. And I still don't even know if I've seen a Donnie on a shelf yet either. Yeah, I, I see Mike and, and uh, April seem to be the ones, the ones who came around. Oh, yeah, April during... and Splinter, I guess. I've seen April and Splinter. Yeah. Too, but I, I'm not going to get either of those figures. The ones that came out in fall for like the. Uh the fall thing they did they've been everywhere leo was definitely i'm lucky i found leo when i did because he has been the, the rarest i've seen him here and there but he is the rarest and they're all readily available online too yeah. you know what i mean but th- that's one of the lines where it's like i'm not going to pre-order if i see it in stores and i open up that box i'm like I, I i need this figure i'll do it but 
that's not one that I would probably pre-order. Same with the Mirage stuff. I haven't pre-ordered any of the Mirage stuff. Everything I've gotten, I've found in stores. Yeah, that's a that's I don't know, I've rarely done online ordering. I think I did for a few of the Tune figures. Um, and you know, Tune, I'll do it every time just because it saves oh, okay. me that hassle. So Tune, I, I do the hunt. I don't know why because the hunt bum, bums me out so much. But uh, <laughs> I've done it for the Tune line multiple times. I've done it for Super Seven, obviously a million times. But I yeah, I've never done it for like movie figure oh no that's not true i did it for razar and toka but any other movie f- figures i never did it um i still haven't found uh invisible donnie i'm still waiting for invisible man donnie because that one actually looks really cool but uh i haven't seen him in stores yet I-, I swear you'd think new jersey would get stuff earlier new jersey for some reason gets action figures at least neca stuff like later than everyone else because i always see these groups online they're posting like you know out in like minnesota and stuff they're like oh we're already getting this guy and then like two months later it shows up in my stores so like right you think there'd be one plus to living in new jersey nope nothing for you (laughs) this is april o'neill channel six news and you're watching the party wagon podcast Hey guys, welcome to the second half of the show. We're going to do something a little different today. We've done top tens, but we've never did on like a tier list, like an actual ranking of something. And uh, I came up with the idea of kind of doing a tier list of all of the major designs for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We we got it narrowed down to about 18 of the most definitive designs uh, for the Turtles. I was my OCD kind of wanted me to go to 20 and just throw in like Archie and uh, coming out of their shells turtles, <laughs> but like coming out of their shells are not going to, you know, realistically go high on anyone's tier list. And Archie, <laughs> although it is different, as I said before in the last segment, I just feel it's so close to the 87 designs that I, I figured they're kind of just in there with them. So uh, we came up with 18 of what we think are the most definitive designs of the turtles and we're going to go through them, you know, go through this whole thing and try to rank each of them. But the interesting thing is we're, we're probably not going to agree on some of these. So uh, there's going to be a little bit of turbulence. But uh, yeah, let's just get this going, I guess. Uh, I'm going to have to look over here to, you know, do this. So I might be turning away from the screen a little bit, but I'm still here. Don't worry. So if you're just listen to the audio version. It doesn't even matter to you. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, we're going to explain it good enough so you'll know what the hell we're doing. Yeah, you can keep track at home on a piece of paper if you'd like. Yeah, if you if you're that dedicated. Um, first of first off, one uh, the original Eastman and Laird issue one original like run of issues Mirage Comics Turtles classic Turtles. Where 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 do we think these guys go? All right, so it's definitely going to be between A and S for me. Definitely a hard A. It's a I actually I kind of agree with this. It's a hard A. I think they're super iconic. They're I mean the, the, the designs that inspired all the rest of these designs. Um, but I don't think they're the top best designs. Uh, Neither do I. I, do so think- I think that's actually a pretty easy one. I do like the original, original, original versions when I think of the comics. Like they definitely are my favorite comic version for sure. And yeah, I, I just still, I, I do think there's somewhat better turtle design. So I think A is like, for me, that's the perfect spot. Yeah. Easy A and not the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we have, which we were just speaking about, Neck is doing the figures now. The, uh, the later Mirage designs, the return to New York arc uh, designs, where they kind of got a lot, 
bigger and boxier and buffer. They kind of look a lot manlier than the original turtles. So the original turtles look a lot more like turtles. But then we have these ones where they're just very blocky. What what are you, what are your thoughts on these turtles? So honestly, I'm still thinking A here. It's not as hard of an A for me, but I still feel like these are really great designs. Like they definitely if you look at these you're going to be like, "Okay, those are very iconic turtles." But I don't know. It's definitely either A or B. I'm, I, my gut says A, but I definitely don't feel like they're quite as cool to me as like the first few issues turtles are. I definitely don't think they're anywhere near as cool as the first few issues. I like them. They're, they're good designs. They're a little stock, though. They're a little generic, like generic superhero-y, I think. Their builds are very generic superhero-ish. Uh, they're just like, you know, big barrel-chested men. Um <laughs> And uh, the the block the blockheads and all I was never a huge fan on for me personally. I'd probably say either B or C is what I'm thinking for them because okay. So I th- I think that easily puts them in a B then if that's where we're because we can almost say that'll split the difference. I, my hard gut was B. Yeah, but but I I feel like if you wanted to put them in C, I might have to argue with you a little bit there. So <laughs> okay. I think B is a good split the difference right there. I see them as low B, like late B. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll give them a B minus then. Okay. For now, and these can change as we go on with the list. If we if we start, you know, moving some of these guys into the list later and we're like, oh, wait, we were way too hard on those ones, we can always move them. So, yeah. Here's a big one. 1987 Fred Wolf cartoon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right. For me, I'm going to have to say a hard A. I'm going to say an A also. And okay. I know we love the 87 cartoon. That's our turtles and they're fantastic designs, but I don't think they're quite S. I, I definitely don't think they're S. They're definitely my favorite of the animated series. And you got a lot of iconic stuff with this. So you got the different bandanas. And I guess that kind of came with the figures too, but technically the cartoon came out first. You got the belts with their letters on them and stuff like that. So there's a lot of iconic stuff going on here. And I feel like the nostalgia is playing a very large factor for me as well. But I love these designs. I really don't have a lot of nitpick nitpick in them. Could they be a little bit edgier and cooler? Yeah, I think that's what would give them the nod to the S tier for me. But I think A tier is perfectly suitable for me. Yeah, I agree. I think they're definitely... uh, They're definitely great for what they are. Because, you know, before that, we didn't really have, like fun kid friendly turtles they were all kind of just badass so they kind of defined the fun goofy style of the turtles i mean if you look at these ones near the end like you know not uh not uh last ronin but you look at like mutant mayhem and rise and 2012 and they all have this goofy kind of cute charm to them that i don't think the turtles ever would have had had it not been for the 87 design. So they might not be the coolest designs, but they're, I think they're probably the, some of the best like cartoony designs of the turtles. But since we're putting them in a tier, now we have to decide, are they higher than the Mirage turtles or are they lower than the Mirage turtles? My nostalgia is saying I like them more, but I don't know if they're actually better designs then that's exactly what i'm thinking as well I, I think nostalgia is playing the biggest part for me and if i were to objectively decide which 
design is better. I think the I, I think I objectively think the comic designs are a little bit better to me. My nostalgia is like choking me right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love those designs, uh, but I do think the Mirage ones are more influential, uh, more innovative, uh, and just I guess more timeless. I don't know actually because the there is something to be said for the '87 car- uh, Turtles designs that they have gotten more merchandise even in modern times than any other version of the Turtles. I think it's easily the most iconic designs. Far yeah. and away, far and away for sure. I think I'm gonna. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll put them right behind Mirage. Okay, so these guys they're going right there for now. Uh, right. 88. You you can change this, but for me, hard S. Yeah, that's, that's where I had those going for sure. They're <laughs> they're those are probably my definitive turtles. If I were to just at any time in my life, even before I got back into the game hardcore. When I thought of turtles, I think of the Raph action figure. Like that's just what comes to mind for me. Yeah, it's just for me. It's like I don't have to think about it. They're possibly my favorite designs for the turtles. Spoiler for the, the tier list. They're possibly my favorite designs for the turtles ever. Possibly, they're the perfect. We just argued like what was better, the original Mirage or the '87 Turtles. They're the perfect marriage of the two. Yes, they're like somewhere exactly in the middle. They have all the charm of the 87 one but all the edgy badassness and like this like unique design of the, the mirage comics i just think like that was it's weird they're almost like a stepping stone because even though the cartoon debuted before the toys the toys were being developed before the cartoon um they're like a stepping stone but in this case the stepping stone between two styles is actually the best style i think so for me that uh, they, they created the different skin tones for the turtles mm-hmm. which i still love i think they try to mix them up sometimes they'll give donnie like a cool green like a dark cool green sometimes and i just i always want my donnie brown i always <laughs> want you know mikey to have that that dark jungle green i want raf to have that sour apple green and i want leo to have that mossy green like they like the, that's just the, they complement the colors so well i think and yeah, they, they have the cool edginess, but they also have the goofiness of like like the 87 cartoon. So uh, those ones are just awesome to me. So hard S for me. Yeah, I think you nailed it. It's definitely the perfect combination of the tune and the Mirage Turtles. And it's it took the best parts of both of them. So it, it really was just taking the cartoon and just giving it the edge of the comics. Like the white eyes do so much. I feel like if they don't start off this line with those white eyed turtles, I think it's a different story, honestly. Like, I, I feel like that's what just gives them those that edge. And the one thing that that cartoon didn't do that a lot of the other cartoons following it do is go to the white eye version. And I really, really just like that for my turtles. I don't know why. I yeah. like them without the pupils. And like, I feel like that's what I really do like about the Mirage Turtles is I do like the all red headbands. And I like that they have the white eyes. I know it kind of makes them all look the same, but I really like that. And yeah. Yeah, that's just what I liked about the Toon Turtles, though, is they do have their cartoon characteristics with the lettered belts and their individual bandanas, but they don't look quite as turdy as the animated turtles do. They look a little bit more jacked and put together, and they just, yeah, I mean, they like there's a reason they're my favorite action figures of all time, and they are just a great design. And if this didn't go in the S tier, I don't know what the hell does go in the S tier. So. <laughs> Okay, well, speaking of what else would go in S tier, I think the 1990 movie Turtles, for me, go here. Yes, and I, I would say they are my 
like even if we're going to talk order, I would say this is a hard one two for me easily. I think of all like the TV shows, movies, whatever, these are far and away the best designs ever. Like they couldn't have done a better job of taking something that was a cartoon and making it look real. Like a lot of times when they do that, it looks very cheesy and costumey. And yes, I understand that these are costumes, but they look real. Like they are so good. Like Jim Henson was a goddamn wizard. Like these are amazing costumes. I think it's some of the best puppetry ever done. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, you know, the viewers watching the video version can even see because, you know, it's just this tiny little thumbnail here. But even just look at that little picture of Raph right there on the tier list. And it's like, I know it's a guy in a rubber suit uh, with a bunch of foam and stuff. But to me, that looks like Raphael's is fucking real. And someone just stopped him for a photo. Like yeah. that looks like a real Ninja Turtle. And when I saw those as a kid, I knew like, okay, yes, these are supposed to be like puppets or whatever. But it's like, I wasn't dumb enough to be like, oh, wow, are those the real Ninja Turtles? Like, I wasn't that dumb. But, <laughs> like, when you look at them, you just, you you don't question it. And you just, you're, you you just think of, of, you know, movies are fantasy. But you just think, like, okay, in this movie, there are real Ninja Turtles. Like, this is, you, you, you let your imagination believe that they're real for the movie. And, yes, I know, like, now with that we've gotten clearer versions. People have pointed out the guy's mouth and Donnie's mouth and stuff when you last. But as a kid, I didn't notice any of that. So... No. Like there's a few times where the, the mouth movement is a little off and stuff, but I didn't really notice that, but I, we're not even talking about the, you know, performance of them. I'm just talking about the physical design is like, it's such a good design for the turtles. I think when, when you do live action, that it's hard to ever make one. that's going to be better. Even all their facial, like facial features are different from one turtle to the next. Like their faces are all different. Like he has the bigger eyes and everything. And Raph kind of has more like squinty Clint Eastwood face going on and all. And, Leo kind of has more of that like turtle beak face mm -hmm. almost of all of them. And I don't know, they're just fantastic designs. The way they were shot in the dark with the little like pools of light on them to expose certain parts. It's, it's just such a badass look. I, I think it's one of the best looks for the turtles ever. Yeah, easily. And I, I, I don't really have any complaints with those first costumes. Like they knocked it out of the park right off the bat. And I just would love to see what Jim Henson could do this day and age with something like that. Like if he was just starting from scratch with the technology he has today, like I've argued with people that watch this movie and say it doesn't hold up because I think it does hold up. Like even by today's standards, I think those costumes look great. I think they look better than anything cgi that has been done for not even just the turtles but almost anything yeah because there, there's a weight to them like the way the light bounces off of them is real since yeah. there's actually a human being moving in that suit it's like it's not mocap where you like you know you somebody moves around and then you make some you know video game character mimic those motions there's actually a guy physically doing those stunts those kicks those punches it just creates a realism, even if their mouths look a little goofy sometimes. Stuff it creates a realism that you can't get with CG. And I'm not shitting on CG. You know, CG has its place. It, it, there are some amazing CG effects. Thanos is one of the greatest looking movie effects of all time. But there's just something about those turtles that they, they just really feel real. They like, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen a special effect in a movie that has felt that real before. No, it, it's definitely it. It did not feel cheesy to me you know what i mean like it like like the the ones that aren't on this list the coming out of their shells tours suits just look 
cheesy and it would have been so easy for them to go that route right off the bat but i don't know man i can't imagine how much sleep jim henson didn't get while he was putting these suits together <laughs> yeah for sure um but now still staying with henson but secret of the ooze they are very similar but they are very different at the same time from the 1991s yeah so for me this is probably going to drop down to about b i don't think they're terrible but they're definitely not as good as the first movie yeah not not by a long shot um they're good though they move well I still don't like Donnie's design. He has this like really big jawline and then mm-hmm. this thin little upper lip where he looks like a toilet seat. I don't <laughs> like the He's the most drastically redesigned from one yeah. movie to the next. And I, I think Mikey looks almost exactly the same. He's the yeah. least changed, I would say, out of all of them. Raph definitely has like bigger eyes. Yep, that's stuff. the biggest difference from him is he doesn't look quite as pissed off all the time. Yeah. Raph looks scary in the first movie. Like he looks like if you say yeah. the wrong thing around him, he's going to like put you in the fucking hospital. Like, right. <laughs> but uh, Donnie, I will say, despite the fact that I don't like his look as much in the second one, that suit gets some great emotions though. Some like funny, just like, you know, there's the, the people have made like a little, you know, gif, gif, whatever meme out of it of like, when he does the like, what you talking about, Willis face and all. Like, like, like there's yeah. just certain faces that, that Donnie can do that are just inherently funny. So I can't hate the design too much because while it doesn't look like how I liked him looking in the first movie, it's still a very good design for being able to convey the emotions they wanted the character to convey. Along what you said, the the most one of the most memorable things out of any turtle movie for me is when they're at the TCRI factory or shop, what, what the hell is it? Lab? The TCRI yeah, lab? Yeah. What, whatever <laughs> it is. The TCR or TGRI. Now I get confused between which one's the comic and which one's the movie. TGRI is the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, Um, Because at that time I was watching TGIF. So there you go. There you go. Um, When he's surfing on that chair and he looks down (laughs) at the sticks that's going to trip him, I think that's the best like animatronics done, period. Like he has so much expression in his face when that happens. Like that's one of my favorite parts from any of the movies for sure <laughs> yeah. it's definitely like crazy how much they were able to get the expressions so would you I, say for me it's a b after mirage 2 or before mm-hmm. mirage 2? i would personally put it before because i mean i was I'm gonna be to, okay with that yeah i'm okay with that i was gonna put return to new york and see so <laughs> okay yeah that's fair but now the big one um turtles 3 now we we did some praising this this design these designs the first half of the show today, but <laughs> I would definitely not say they are one of the best. No, I mean for me it's almost going to be a hard D, and I mean possibly an F contender compared to everything. Honestly, I mean I'm probably for me I'd, I'd say hard D. You always were a fan of, of Turtles Three. You have a hard D for Turtles Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna say D. Yeah, because. Uh, I'm also just talking about the turtles design, I guess they're not in the, uh, the, the summer I get up the whole movie. So like they look cooler in the armor, but yeah. that's not the core design of the characters. Like for the action figures, I was basically saying, I was basically implying like, I mean, any version of them, how they look across all the toy line, basically, except for when they have the pupils, like wacky action and stuff. But yeah. Um, I, I, I have no arguments there. D. Okay. Not great. So we have no. D labeled as not great. So I wouldn't say they're awful, 
but I would say they're definitely not great. <laughs> image. So I'm going to put now. image one step ahead of the return to New York turtles. Really? I think I really like the way Eric Larson, and I know he only did the inking and I think he did the covers for the first few issues, but he kind of like, I think he started that design to where they look like that. And I'm pretty sure if I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm wrong on this, but I think he's the one that started doing the whirling nunchuck with Michelangelo image first. I'm pretty sure he was the first one to do that where they constantly look like they were spinning. And that's like one of my favorite cartoon effect or comic book effects ever. Yeah, because they did it in the cartoons, but I guess you mean like in the comics. Yeah. I'm not too crazy about these designs. I'm going to be honest. To me, they're just, they're so hulked out. Like they're, yeah. I like my turtles. The image rip. attitude, man. Like that's just what yeah. everything image was. They look like spawn characters. And yep. uh, like, I like my turtles ripped, but this is just like, these turtles look like they will eat you for breakfast. Like they yeah. just look, they don't even look like nice guys. They look like assholes. Like I'm going to be honest. Like <laughs> they, they look terrifying. I would not want, I'd, I would not sleep at night if I knew these things were living in my sewers. Um, <laughs> They're so big and their mouths are just so like, they just always have that, like that evil look on their face. And like, they just, for me, I don't know. Like they took it a bit, they took the edginess a bit too far and I get its image. I guess I got, no, that's what they do. But um, for me, I, 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 I would put them in C personally. Okay. I mean, I feel like that'll be, end up putting them in a hard C then. Cause I'm not going to really argue hard for them into a B. I like them, but I can understand where you're coming from too, to where they are just too imagey. And again, I'm a big fan of all those guys. So I definitely know I have bias there. So I feel like C is a solid fit for those guys. Okay. I think we got our first F. My eyeballs don't work here. Yes. Easy, easy. F. <laughs> Easily. The next mutation. I think they're worse designs than coming out of their shells, honestly. I think they're the worst live action suits far and away ever. I agree. I think people always make fun of the coming out of their shells tour ones. And yeah, they're not great. But I honestly I never found them that creepy. People talk about how creepy they are. I don't find them that creepy. It's all the eyeballs. That's really what it is. They just <laughs> really have those Chuck E. Cheese eyeballs. They do, but at least like they were at a distance in the performance and uh, you know, they were made simply so that like human beings could do like just be bouncing around all night live. Yeah. In these suits. Like, you know, cause in the 1990 movie, they record like five minutes, then they rip the head off and the guy has to sweat a gallon of water. So right. it's like, <laughs> so coming out of the shell store, these guys had to be doing this all night. And I'm sure yeah. they went in, like, in between songs, in between the takes, they had to like, you know, take the heads off and stuff. But you know, they had to be like able to, to perform for a long time in these suits. The there's no excuse for next mutation looking that bad because no, that's bad. a studio project. And uh, they they look so scary. Like yeah. those are the ones that I look, I guess, because they can move a little better than the coming out of their shells uh, tour ones that they look a little more alive, that it makes them even more terrifying that like I just look at Raph's face there. He's like, ooh, he's just like, right. He looks kind of like Barney almost actually like it's like Barney's face on like a <laughs> roided up turtle. And uh, they just, they tried so hard to make them look unique with like the shredded bandana all over like thing. They were like, it looks like it has like flower petals on his bandana the way they did it. And uh, they have like the way their shells are, they're all like weirdly cut, like all sharp and stuff and muscular. Yeah. And Venus is a nightmare. And uh, 
Yeah, that's when they started. Actually, this is the first time I know of where they started doing the pirate bandana for some reason. It's got to be other than okay. So actually, um, in Mirage, it's like issue nine or whatever. That's like that flashback issue to like before they were okay. Raph does have the skull cap in that one. Yeah, I think that's why like the Michael Bay and the Mutant Mayhem and stuff has always given Raph the skull cap, which actually he didn't have the skull cap in this one. But the thing is like. There's times where it looks like a skull cap, and then like like Donnie had like the I think Donnie and Mike I want to say had the the skull cap in uh, Next Mutation, and it, it doesn't it just looks like pantyhose, like it just <laughs> looks like purple pantyhose with, with eyes cut in it, and they yeah. just tied them around his head. It's like worst probably the worst designs on here possibly. So I think so as well. Okay, two thousand three. I think these are fucking fantastic designs for the turtles, actually. So I like them, but I don't know what it is about the 2003. Like, I don't know. It just, it almost seems like they were just trying a little too hard to make them cool to me. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, I just, especially after following up the 87 cartoon, like turtles were kind of still just in a weird spot. Then it was kind of their first comeback. I definitely don't think they're, bad designs i don't love them i mean i i easily for me they would have been a b for sure okay this might like be the one we have arguing a little bit higher this might be the one we have the most turbulence on so far so when this show was new i saw some of it and then like for, you know i saw turtles forever and i hated turtles forever i was like <laughs> you shit all over my childhood and for years i was just saying that like you know like the 2003 cartoon they were trying too hard to make it edgy and stuff but you know as i watched it as i got older I realized like what a masterpiece that show was and how like it really is the best translation from uh, the, you know, the Mirage comics into yeah. a digestible children's version of that, those stories. And obviously there's some new stories thrown in there here and there, but uh, it's, I really like the art style. Like as I get older, I look at it. Like I, I, when I saw it back in the day, I was like, Oh, it's that blocky Ben 10 kind of crap. Ben like, 10 is exactly what it reminds <laughs> me of. That's exactly what comes to mind when I think of it. And I mean, it was made by four kids and four yep. kids did a lot of those kinds of cartoons. And um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, like we're not judging it based on the show. The show is fantastic, but we're just judging the designs. But they have they're kind of like the return to New York Mirage designs. But to me, they blended in some of the 87 design to kind of fix what I didn't really like about those designs and give me something in between that I actually really like. And uh, they kept the colorations from the toy line, which I like, which I've yeah. already said. Uh, they're probably the only animated show. I mean, Raph's a little darker than the toy was, and I think Don's a little more green than the toy was. But, like, they're, I think they're the only iteration in animation of the Turtles to ever use the actual Playmates toy colors. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, they do all look the same. I do get that. But they have the white eyes. I love the white eyes. Yep. To, to me, that's they, probably my I, favorite part of the design, honestly. I guess that's the thing. I I love the the uh, you know Playmates toy designs. These are the closest they've ever looked to the Playmates toy designs in an animated show. I think. I think that's the reason why I like them. They're a little bigger, a little more Batmany, and all a little more buff, like buffed up and like manly, you know, bodied and all in the toys. But uh, I really like these designs. I would because uh, you know. Personally, I like the 87 cartoon designs better because those are my turtles. Yeah. I grew up with them. I will always love those designs. But personally, if I was going to put like how objectively I think they're the best, 
I would put him somewhere in A for me. But you're saying bottom B, B minus for you, right? So I, I definitely can't put him above the 87 turtles. Like I just can't do it. <laughs> they can Why go behind them. I'll allow that, but you want them A minus? Yeah, because again, I think I have a lot of bias towards them because <laughs> Again, it was just a hard follow-up from the 87 cartoon. I wasn't really feeling it when it happened at the time. I definitely do need to go back and watch it now. But I I know we're just supposed to be objectively (laughs) just talking about the art here. But even the action figures, like, that's my least favorite of all the action figure lines probably as well. Because the articulation was terrible. They were, like, all kind of (laughs) pre-posed. And they only moved at the shoulders and hips. And, yeah, I don't know. Everything that was just... Like, I don't know. For me, it was just a big step backwards, but yeah. I I don't think they're terrible. I just have, it's my own personal issues with this 2003 show. You're allowed to like the designs. That's why we're doing both of us. If it was just me, then, you know, it would just be me here. This one's good. This one's good. This one sucks. Okay. Good night, folks. That action figure line is actually getting really expensive. I actually was looking into it recently. Like, you know, I don't have any of the 2003 ones. Let me see what those go for. Like each one goes like in, if you get it new. It's like at least like 50 bucks and stuff. They're getting really expensive. Oh, yeah. um, like if you buy those all now, those might be worth a lot in like five years. But yeah, because again, that generation after us is going to be. Yeah. Although that up. that generation loved that show, but nowhere near as much as our generation loved our show. No. So, There's uh, just a lot of other options. You know what I mean? So yeah. like just, in the 90s, Turtles was it. Like you like Turtles or you sucked. Yeah, this show was going up against Justice League Unlimited and Teen Titans and right. Samurai Jack and all this stuff. So, yeah. So, okay, I'll, I'll accept an A minus because I do like the '87 designs better. So I'll accept that A minus. But I think objectively, those are some of the best turtle designs ever done. Okay, 2007 movie TMNT. This is don't a weird like one. these designs. I do not <laughs> like them. Honestly, I, I don't think they're. D bad? I mean, I would call them a low C, honestly, for me. I might put them there. I, they've grown on me. When I when the movie first came out and I saw the trailers, I was just like, ew, what the hell is that? That is not the Turtles. Those are horrible designs. But as I've... I guess we've gotten, like, you know, the Michael Bay one stuff. We've got these crazy designs for the Turtles now. Then I go back and look at them, I'm like, oh, they're not as weird as I remembered them being. They are very skinny. They have, like, almost like frog legs. They're almost, like, amphibious looking. Uh, <laughs> they look... Uh, they're, uh, I think they were trying to kind of make them like body wise look like the original Mirage turtles, but they didn't quite commit to it. And it is, you know, old CG. So you get what you get. I think for the time it's actually, it still looks pretty good. That movie. I don't have too many complaints about the way it looks. It's yeah. Some of the textures are a little weird, but they look a lot better than the next ones. We'll get to the next one soon. I don't like their faces that much, though. There's something about their no. their snout and their mouths. like their That's what I don't up. like the least. They kind of look like Pepe to me. You know what I mean? Like the Pepe <laughs> meme. That's what they remind me of. Oh, God. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I, I see that they have, like, horse teeth. They have, like, these, like, weird, like, their snouts get cut off. They're, like, flat. Like, someone just punched them in the face. Yeah. And then they have, the, Mike's the worst. Mike has, like, these huge teeth. Like, just, like, he's, like, Gary Busey teeth. He's got these gigantic <laughs> teeth. And his eyes, again, are like, you know, a, a time zone apart. And uh, I think Donnie looks kind of bad. I think Leo and Raph look way better than Mike and Don. But I, I don't think they're that bad. And they're kind of cool designs. They lend themselves to the action scenes really well. I'm okay with, I, I'd put them in C as well, but 
personally, I would put them above image, but I think you made a good case for them going. Yeah, because the more we talk about them, the more I even feel D. So I feel like they have to be the lowest of the Cs, honestly. <laughs> I really don't like those designs. All right, there we go. Now time for me to piss off a lot of people. I fucking hate the 2012 designs. I love so, the show. Show's great. But those designs, no. I'm going to be straight up. I like the show as well. I like it when they go white-eyed. They look cool. If they did that the whole time, it would probably bump them up a full letter grade for me. But, I mean, I would probably put them – I would definitely put them above the 2007 Turtles, but I, I think they're like a mid-tier C for me. I really don't like these designs. Um, They have, like, cat eyes. Uh, They even have, like, cat paws. Their feet are, like, cat paws. I hate the, the three toes. I do not like the three toes. I do not like that yeah. at all. And they're just like little lines. Like they're not even just like cats. They're like Hello Kitty feet. Yeah. And uh, they, again, they're trying to do like the original Mirage design with like the the fat like you know ankles and the fat wrists and all. But they they, they uh, there's no way to say this, but they they don't look cool. They just look dopey. They look like they I definitely don't know, do not look cool. Other than they, when they're going wide eyed, I do not think they look cool. They just have these egg bodies and then these stick hands with fat, uh, stick arms with fat hands, stick legs with fat ankles. And then they just have these like hockey puck heads. And the only way I can describe the art in this show, like I said, I, I like the show. I don't, don't anybody get any wrong ideas. This is a great show, but the visuals are the worst the turtles like animation wise have ever been in my opinion. Cause everyone just looks like they're made out of like, household objects like you know when you're when you're an art class as a kid and you have to take a bunch of folders cans and you know old shoes and stuff and put them together and put plaster of paris around it to make it look like it's a thing but you could still always see the shapes of those objects in the plaster <laughs> of paris that's what it looks like there's like a hockey puck in their head and like their shells are made out of wood and like they just look like they're made out of a bunch of like geometrical shapes the angles are too sharp for 3d textured artwork it just I really don't like their faces. Some characters look good. I think that's probably the best design for Splinter ever, actually. I really like that Splinter design. Shredder looks good. April looks good. But a lot of the other characters just look awful yeah. in that show. It's and, my uh, least favorite Casey, far and away, hands down, oh, bar done. Horrible Casey. Hate him. Hate him. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever hated a Casey. And I know they're trying to add like a bit of a cartoony charm to them. Like, you know, they're trying to make them look like teenagers, like, like, Don has a tooth gap and everything, but I, I think they really tried to make them cute in this one. And they yeah. went too far with trying to make them look cute where they just look like, like kitty cats or something to me. And yeah. uh, I don't know, like they're, they just don't work for me. And when you have the simplistic cutesy, you know, basic shapes kind of style with like a hyper textured CG kind of style, it kind of looks gross to me. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I know I, what you're saying. It's just not detailed enough for what they were trying to do. I mean, there's just no way Nickelodeon had the budget to put it in there. And yeah. that's, I mean, other than the last airbender, that's kind of, I mean, like think about like Jimmy Neutron and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they just, yeah, they just weren't really into those edgier kind of properties at the time. Other than like, yeah. I mean, Avatar would have been the only one. Um, yeah, and I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just something is definitely off in the designs. I, I totally agree with you, and it is a lot in the eyes. Like they just look like watery and just too cartoony. Like I just, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they don't really work for me. Like I said, I would call them a C, but if you want to argue them lower, I could definitely see that. I, I would personally, 
I would personally put them in F. F. Oh, you got to ride the middle <laughs> then a D. They're not that much worse than the 2007s to me. I mean, F. I can't. What do we... I, I I like the 2007 ones a lot more. Um, the 2007 ones have some grit to them. Uh, they they can. Uh, I guess they don't emote as well, but I don't know. Like, at least they still look like turtles, kind of yeah. like. I really just don't like the faces in 2012. <laughs> so let's put them in D. So are they going to okay, go below? Be back in D. Below or so they're going to go after the, the 93? I'd put them after yeah. 93. Okay. Yeah. All right. We probably just lost a bunch of subscribers. <laughs> People love that show. That show is like. And again, I love the show as well. But <laughs> other than that fighting, that's the only animation that really looks great to me in that show period. Even I, I the, the action is cool. But even the way they look with the white eyes, it doesn't gel right with those designs, I think. It's yeah. like it's like if you just slapped like Karopi or Hello Kitty with like some white eyes or some <laughs> red eyes. It's like, well, it's not really badass. It's still Hello Kitty. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have uh, – this is a hard one to do because their designs change so much. So we're just going to go like OG uh, IDW. Yeah, so for me, I, I, the early designs are what I think of when I think of IDW because – I don't know. When Sophie Campbell started drawing them, they just started getting a lot more softer. At one point, like it literally looked like she was drawing her inspiration from Franklin, the cartoon. Do you remember that cartoon? With the <laughs> yeah, turtle? I know yeah. exactly what the signs you're talking about. I've yeah, that's yeah. just, I, it just did not do it for me. But the early ones were badass. They had a good amount of edge. Like, again, they were white eyed. They just looked the way I wanted to. I really like these designs for me, probably a high B tier. Oh, wow. Those are high. Um, I don't have as much of an opinion because I, I'm very removed from IDW and I confuse which designs are what. So like when I was first going to look like what, what, what did the original IDWs look like just for this list? I was expecting to find the Franklin ones. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> I will say what, what I found is a lot cooler. I, I would put them, you know what? I, I'd say I would be okay with the middle of B because I think there's slightly more polished versions of the second Mirage design. Okay. Is that where you would put them? I agree. Okay. Now everybody's favorite designs, Platinum Dunes, 2014, Michael Bay, Shrek, Monster, Giant, Turtles. Hard up for me. Like I, I have no love for these designs at all, man. I feel like they just look like monsters. They do not look like turtles. Like they just are way off base for me. They're huge. Like I just, they just do not do it for me. They're weird. They're, they are. That's kind of how I feel about the image turtles. To be fair, though. <laughs> um, but the image turtles still look like turtles. Like they just went so far into left field with these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they just, I don't know. Like they, they almost look like a cross between Toxic Avengers and Turtles. <laughs> I think the main thing that kills them. They're huge. That's weird. Uh, they're wearing like every possession they own on their body. That's weird. The, the main thing that I think kills them is the nose. They're, they're too human in the lips and the nose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was an artist who edited the first shot of Leo when the movie was new. And he gave him like the mouth, like the old, you know, action figures and stuff. And the design didn't look bad at all once he did that. And, uh, maybe i don't know what people call it these days gatekeeping or whatever that like you know they have to look like the way i like them or whatever There's too many new words uh that the combinations of words that mean things that they didn't mean 10 years ago but whatever 
personally, I, I the thing I get why they're bad. I don't think they're good. They're gross. They look like, and to not piss off that Shrek fan that I pissed off in the, the review <laughs> videos. Shrek looks fine looking like Shrek, but turtles should not look like Shrek. They do look like Shrek. I can't bring myself to put them below the, the 2012 designs. I think they're way worse, man. Like they're. I think they're better. I, I mean, think they, they they tried something new. And I can almost get where they're coming from with all the crazy shit they're wearing and like, you know, how they have like the whole closet on their back. They're trying to emulate the way the action figures looked, where they were very, you know, asymmetrical and packed with detail and stuff. Uh, the turtles, not so much, but, you know, the, the bigness is weird, but they are very expressive. As well, yeah, a, because they had 10,000 times the budget to <laughs> work with. <laughs> as gross as Mikey's design looks, as gross as he looks, when you when the cops called the monsters in Out of the Shadows and it zooms in on his face, he's like, we're not monsters. It's like, oh man, I feel for this dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like a monster, bro. <laughs> he is a monster. But I don't know. I, I think... I, I, I don't like them. I still don't like them, but I don't hate them as much as I did when the movies were new. When that first movie was new, I like I couldn't even look at them. I was like, these are not the Ninja Turtles. I, I would put them honestly, you're not gonna we're not gonna put them there because you're not gonna agree with me. I'd put them at the front of D. All right, they at least have to go mid D. <laughs> at least mid D. If you want to argue late D, you can feel free. You can. <laughs> I don't have that much passion in me to argue it to late D, but I mean they're they cannot be even the best of the D for me. As long as they're not the best of the D, I can live with that. All right, so we just lost. I just cost us some more uh, followers. <laughs> all right, uh, Batman versus TMNT, the animated so, one. So this is a weird one because all the turtles look so different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in, if Donatello's head was just a little bit of a different shape, I feel like that's like the he's the most odd looking one. But yeah. I really like. The way Leo looks, Mikey looks pretty good, just smaller. And Raph's pretty big. He's a little bit bigger than I even like him. I, I'd probably call these like a hard C, honestly. I'd probably put him in there too because they're such a mixed bag. I think Leo looks fantastic. Yep. Leo looks – there's a clear tier list for me for them. Leo is by far the best. Mikey is not too far down. He looks really good, actually. Raph is where it starts to get a little bad. because He's just too he's big. That, he's just too big. He's got that big box chin. He's he's just yeah. got like Bruce Tim Batman chin, right? <laughs> and uh, and then Donnie is Donnie's terrible. Um, <laughs> together they're not that bad. And like Leo and Mike look so good that especially Leo. Leo looks awesome. Um, Shredder in there looks awesome also actually. But uh, yeah, I'd say C. I would say I'd put him in the middle of C personally. Where would you put them? I gotta put him <laughs> ahead of two thousand seven. So I gotta put him in the middle there. Yeah, I agree. Okay. This is a weird one. Rise. These are the most drastically different animated. Design. Yeah, I don't care for them at all. Honestly, they're probably oh, an really? F tier design for me. Oh, F. Wow. I, I just there's gonna... really nothing these do for me, and I understand that's because I'm a 36 year old man. But these designs <laughs> just don't do it for me at all. Like everything that I didn't like about the last turtles we just talked about is like cranked up to 11. Like they're all such different sizes and shapes. Like it's just too much for me. Uh, this is going to be the most turbulent one. Okay. Um, I like these designs. Um, really? Raph is a little too big. 
Uh, he doesn't need the bandage on his shell and stuff. They want a little crazy the details, but um, and I think that's what bothers me the most is that Raph's my least favorite and he's my favorite turtle. So I think that's what <laughs> pisses me off the most, honestly. Mikey looks the best. I'll say Mike looks the best. Then Leo, probably then Leo. Then actually, maybe then Don. Then Leo. Leo I don't think Don Leo looks bad at all, honestly. I, I like there, Leo and I like Mikey, but I do not like Donnie because he kind of goes back to having that like pill shaped head. Yeah. Yeah, I get what they're doing. He's the brainy one, so he has a big forehead. <laughs> so there's supposed to be different types of turtles in this one. They're not yeah. actually blood brothers. So you have uh, a box turtle for Mikey, a red-eared slider for Leo, a soft-shell turtle for Don, and a snapping turtle for Raph. Don doesn't look anything like a soft-shell turtle. They have, like, shrew banana noses, if you see them. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the models. He, he's, like, the complete opposite. He's, like, all forehead. Yeah. <laughs> turtles don't even have foreheads, so... Uh, <laughs> So they, they don't really look like their respective designs. I can get what they're doing with the coloration of Leo to mimic a red-eared slider and stuff. I kind of like that they're so different and they're, I like the art style. It's not the art style I want for Turtles, but it. I look at this show and it just makes me want to draw because it's like, it's so free and it's so edgy and fun and just like, I don't I just, I love, I love the art style and um, it has a bit of like a graffiti look or something, but it just has that like, freeness that flow to it that like craziness to it that i just like the colors pop so much mike is like neon orange against that dark jungle green skin and it just looks really cool he has the neon pink and blue on him and stuff and i don't know i think like they did what the michael bay designers were trying to do and succeeded in my opinion where they they tried to make them all look different and they still look appealing to obviously not to everybody because you don't like them i i like them i think don looks like a smart ass you look at his face you're like what a what a freaking smart ass and he is a smart ass in the show and uh you can look at those characters and know their personalities as soon as you see them like i i love the 87 show to death and i like those designs way more than these but if the opening song didn't tell you what their personalities were you wouldn't know what the fuck their personalities were just by looking at them (laughs) Whereas, like, you look at the Rise characters and you know what they're like. You know, like, for some reason in that one, you know, Leo is kind of like a cheeky bastard who thinks he's hot shit. And it's like, you can tell that by looking at him. Like, he's an arrogant bastard. You can tell Mikey's kind of like the fun, fun-loving dreamer of the bunch. You can tell Don's the smartass. You can tell Raph's, like, the meathead and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I... You said See, F, right? I feel like you're pulling a lot of bias from the actual show in the animation, though. Like, at first, you, I could understand where you're coming from with all the art angles and stuff like that. Because I, I've watched the, the first episode, and I definitely did not think it was terrible. I did not think it was the worst show I've ever seen, like a lot of people say. I'm going to give it a try sometime. And I do like the animation, honestly, because I kind of like that, like, anime-esque animation to begin with. Like, with, yeah, I, I don't know. I... I don't hate the animation, but I, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I love the I, wide I, work I, and stuff. I definitely don't dislike them as much as the Bay Turtles. I would put them higher than the Bay Turtles for sure. Okay. So they're, they're at least going in D tier for me personally, they'd be probably at the, the end of B, but I know end you're not. Gonna so I feel like, I feel like putting them in the C would be about fair then. Cause Again, they're probably not as terrible as I like of all the F tier ones. So honestly, maybe they were a D for me to begin with, because I really dislike everything that I suggested for F F tier. And I don't hate these designs. I just have zero attachment to them. And it's probably the ones that I'm the least familiar with in general, honestly. 
So you want to say front of D or end of C? I think we can go end of C. I, I would I would fight for end of C. So <laughs> for how high you have them, I feel like they got to be up there a little bit. So all right, I feel like you made a passionate uh, argument. Last Ronin. They're very similar, actually. I think to the image designs. I just like the last Ronin ones better. So, because it's kind of a mixed bag, because when, when it shows the flash, so like again, we've already spoiled a ton of shit. So, like when <laughs> Mikey is Ronin. the last Ronin, like his mutation is kind of out of control. So he does keep growing and he is getting more jacked. But when it goes back to the flashbacks, they're a little bit more normal. I mean, I'm not even normal size. They're definitely I understand what you're saying. They are a more jacked version of the turtles, yeah. but. I really do like these designs. For me, they're they're probably a hard B. Hard B? Hard I would B. I would easily put them at the end of B because I, I would put them just above image. So I think I would put them just above image as well. Okay. Cause I think they're they're very close to the image designs. I just think they they're they're not because I for me, I think they need to be one step higher. I think they'd be between the IDW and the return to New York Turtles, is kind of where I would put them. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that's where they fit in. Yeah, I think they're kind of like, like I said, I think the return to New York and the image are already very similar. And I kind of think this is like the better version of the two. So I would like, it's the perfect marriage of the two. They're kind of like what the what the original Barrage and cartoon ones, the, what the toys were for that. This is what this is for those two styles. So. Yeah. And now we have Mutant Mayhem, the most recent designs. So if we put it in F tier, we'd have a perfectly symmetrical list right now. <laughs> so OCB is telling me to put these guys F tier, but I honestly don't hate the designs. Yeah. And the more I see the animation, the more it kind of makes me like the designs a little bit. Like they're growing on me. I feel like when when you just look at them statically, statically, statically before like we saw the actual animation, I wasn't really feeling them that hard. I probably would have had them a hard D, but after seeing them move. And in that like choppy style animation, I, I would probably make them a low tier to mid tier C. Okay. Uh, they're growing on me these times. When I first saw them, yeah, like you said, I was kind of, eh. I thought Leo was fine. I never really had a problem with Leo. Mikey was the one that was bothering me the most at first with that big head. Um, yeah, he, he's still, he's just the one that does not set right <laughs> with me at all. Like I just, that noggin just, I don't know, man. Yeah, he looks better when he's moving, but uh, yeah, it's still just weird. I don't know what what that is. He has like a hoagie for a head. <laughs> I like him though. I do like the designs. Uh, they they did a good job of. They are edgier than like the 2012 CG designs. They're much edgier, but they're still yeah. cute. They still have that cartoony cuteness. Also, so I um, feel like what you said about the 2012 series, these did it right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I feel like. What I feel like you're right. What they were going for is kind of the same thing into that kitty friendly and vibe without getting like too. Like, yeah. I, I really don't know what I'm saying here, but I, I I I feel like they are a much better version of the 2012 turtles. Yeah, because yeah, they, they kept it kid friendly looking, but they didn't degrade it into like you know littlest pet shop or something. Like they still yeah. look badass. Like you know when they give them the white eyes, they look badass. I said when I saw the 2012 ones with the white eyes, it didn't work. These ones, it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, that image, I mean, that blew me away. That's what really got me on board. It's like, okay, like these these designs look a little bit better than I thought they did. So where did you say you wanted to put them? I'm thinking mid-C. Mid-C. I would definitely say they're better than the 2007 designs. 
I definitely I agree with that. I can't believe. I think I can't believe Rise has to be where it is. I think Rise should at least be at the front of C, but I know you don't. <laughs> I can't like I feel terrible putting the 2007 designs and image designs beyond Rise, but okay. All right, so mid C. There we go. That's it. That's our tier list. Uh, it's yeah, not it's my tier list. It's not your tier list. Too, honestly, it's like that's. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with most of those. Yep. I think the Rise one hurts me the most. Um, 2012 probably bothers you a little bit with how. Low I, I thought there would be more in the F tier, honestly, like because there's just and again, it's just I just don't feel certain things. You know what I mean? I feel like F might be a little bit like drastic in the first I mean, place. Like, with, without a doubt, I think it is correct that there is just the next mutation in F, honestly. Like, I feel like that is yeah. fitting. Like, I feel like they are hands down the worst design. When we set the bar that low by putting next mutation in F, it basically, anything else we said was F, you'd have to think like, well, is it as bad as next mutation? And it's like not even close. So no, exactly. like next mutation deserves to be in a tier all on its own. Cause it's for me, honestly, I could have garbage. put the Bay turtles in front of them down there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I was feeling so generous with the Bay turtle. <laughs> they are ugly as hell, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt they needed a helping hand. Um, I'm pretty okay with this list. And uh, it's our list. So like I said, it's not my list. It's not Eric's list. It's our list. Yeah, so. it's a combination list. And I'm sure plenty of you guys, like I said, I think the 2012 is going to get us the most flack for sure. Probably. I think we're going to have a lot the most people chiming in about that. But as far as like the A and the S, those were pretty much what I thought was going to hit there minus the 2003 Turtles. I think the first four we agree on. Yes. Yeah, I think um, they're they're perfect. Like I think we both that's exactly where we both put all four of those. So Yeah. Yeah. There if we're if we are gonna get some comments commenting on our choices, uh there's probably gonna some be some people calling me a fucking idiot for putting the Michael <laughs> Bay ones above the 2012 ones, but hey. If you wanna tell me I'm a fucking idiot, go to uh, Brendan's Rambles on YouTube.com <laughs> and unsubscribe today. Uh <laughs> No, this was great. This was a lot of fun. I actually had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely excited. Don't know which character we'll do next, but we'll definitely do another one of these. Yeah, I was thinking since, you know, we did all four turtles here, we could do like, uh, you know, an allies one where it's, you know, April, Splinter, and Casey, and we do all their designs or something. Uh, okay. we, uh, we do them like, you know, one after the other in one stream since there's less, you know, to talk about with them. But then we could do a Foot Clan one where we do like, you know, Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady, or maybe Crane. Yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, just do stuff like that, maybe. So yeah, obviously not next time, but you know, at some point in the future, we'll come back to these and do ones like this. So yeah, something a little fun, a little different to do. So yeah, all right, so let us know what you guys think. Tell us how stupid we are, and that's all we got for you this week. <laughs> all right, guys. All Bye. Right, later. Peace.